Hello, welcome to another podcast, another episode, and today I'm going to be talking about another thought coming from the Spirit of God. And what is that? How it is how we are supposed to live our lives now that we are born again. How are we supposed to live our lives that we are now born again? Now that you are born again, what is expected of you? It's very simple. You have to understand this. To be born again means to receive Christ into your heart. To receive salvation into your heart. To hear the gospel and to believe it. That's what it is. That's what it is. So you need to understand how you are supposed to live by how you got saved in the first place. Because the Bible says the same way you were saved is the way you are supposed to continue to live your life. So the question now is this, how did you get saved? For those of you who are saved. Because you are supposed to continue living the same way you were saved. And this is very important because many don't understand this because they think it's about religion. They think it's about going to church, then being nice, doing good as much as you can and all that. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. It has nothing to do with that. No. People who are not born again are doing good things. They are being nice. They are being considerate. They are being humane and all that. So that's not what it means to be born again. To be born again is to hear the gospel of his death, burial, and resurrection, and believe it. The death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is that he died for the sins of mankind. He was buried, and he was in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. And on the third day, he resurrected for the justification of the new creation. So he came up with a new kind of life. He came up as a new creation. That is the news. That is the gospel that you hear. Then when you believe that, Something happens because believing is the is the beginning. You see, let me say this: If you read Romans chapter ten, if you read verse nine and verse ten, it tells you how salvation comes, how it comes. Because if you read it, it says that with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So, when you believe, the next thing to do is to confess, because really. What does it mean to believe? Believing to the salvation of your soul. When you believe, it means you are fully persuaded. You believe the gospel, the message. You believe it. You you really believe it. It's not that somebody is making you to confess something you don't really believe in. But you hear. You, you, you listen. You hear that he died for you. He paid for your sins. You hear the details of it, then you believe it. Because you believe it, you now say, wow, Jesus is Lord. Because in the gospel message, you hear that he overcame death, he overcame the grave, he overcame Satan, he overcame sin, he overcame everything. And he is Lord. So you believe it, you are persuaded, then you confess his lordship. You call him Lord because you believe. Okay, so... How are you supposed to live based on that? Because it's the same thing. You became born again because you heard the good news. You believed it and you confessed it. So the information came to you. The gospel came to you. It came to you. You believed it. You know what you were believing. And the thing is that the rest of your life, 
which is for eternity. Eternity. No hand. No hand. The rest of your life is supposed to be lived that same way. You are supposed to receive and believe and confess and manifest. Because you see, there is a principle, a law, if you like, that you cannot enter into a day, a future that has not been created. Someone has to create it. Someone has to. So, that means it has to be created. Question now is who is going to create it? It better be you. It is you actually. It is you in a way. I will explain. So when you confess with your mouth, whatever you confess is created and you enter into it. If you are not creating your future, someone else is creating their future and you are just being a part of it. And what they are creating is for themselves. And it may not be favorable unto you. So you have to take up the responsibility of creating your future. Because with the heart, man believes. With the mouth, confession is made. Because you are supposed to live the same way you got saved. Your salvation was spoken by you. God is a spirit. You are a spirit now. A living spirit alive unto God. You have entered into the God class. You are not a dead man. Anyone that is not saved is dead. Spiritually dead. So how did you create the new creation that you are now? You had a part in it, of course, because you had to speak it for it to be real. You had to believe it and speak it. So... The new creation was spoken into existence with your mouth because God is a spirit and he communicates with spirit. So when the message came, that was God communicating with you, a fallen man, before you became born again. When you received the communication of God through the gospel, the power of God unto salvation, when you believed it, you were made righteous, but in the realm of the unseen, an unseen realm. So you were made righteous. You say, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. You are made righteous by believing with your heart. Your spirit, your heart is your spirit in this case. It's not your physical heart we are talking about. So you believed unto righteousness. You were made right. You believed because you become what you believe. But guess what? That says something very important that we need to take note of here that's the point god gets to that is his part his part is to send you the message through an emissary through a messenger through a minister and they come to you with the gospel and they preach the gospel to you you receive the gospel and believe it when you believe it god's part is done what's next and when I say God's part is done, remember, even receiving it, yeah, God enables you because once you believe, once you receive the gospel, it transforms you in your spirit. Now that you are transformed and made righteous in the spirit, notice the emphasis is 
it's in the spirit. When this happens, now you have to now speak it into this realm, into this world. So that that which is now a reality in your heart, in the spirit realm, now that you are alive unto God, you can now you now have the power to speak the reality that is in the spirit realm into the physical into physical realm. It becomes a physical thing. You have to take note of this. You speak it because you believed it. Now your heart is able to receive, communicate with God, receive from God. Now when you speak the reality in your spirit out physically, that reality, because man was given the earth. Man was given the earth. And man has authority in the earth. So, Man is responsible for changing this world. You are responsible for changing your world, starting with your physical body. Because the first person to be created, recreated or created, if you like, as a new creation, is your spirit. Because your spirit comes alive once you believe the gospel. When you speak it, it affects other areas of your life. It affects other areas of your life. So God continues from that point because the first thing he did was to send you information, the gospel. And that's how he continues to relate with you. He keeps sending you information. He keeps leading you through information. He communicates information to your spirit. When you believe and accept it, it's your responsibility to speak it. You speak because your physical body is under your authority. God doesn't interfere. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Someone else can pray for you. Another man, another human can pray for you. Another flesh can pray for you and affect your body. But that's not still God. So you are supposed to change your world with the information you get from God. That's the point I'm making here. You are supposed to change your world with information. That way God does not interfere with proceedings on earth because he has given it to man. It belongs to him, but he has given it to man. And he's not going to micromanage man. That is why he always seeks a man to agree with him. That's why you find covenants between God and man in the Old Testament, notably between God and Abraham. Why didn't God just go ahead and do what he wanted to do? No, he couldn't just bust through. He, had to res he would respect his word. He had given it to man. He was not going to badge in. It's like when your landlord, you know, allows you to rent his house. Once you've paid, once this, the, the agreement has been signed, it can't just badge into your house and say, oh, after all, it's my house. He has given it out to you for a certain period. Maybe you paid for a year or two years. For that period that you have paid for, it's your house. It's your house. Yes, the building belongs to the landlord. But, that particular, but as long as you are there and you have paid, it belongs to you. So... God also will not budge into the earth. He will go through a man. Any wonder why he had to send Jesus? How he had to come as a man himself? Because the earth belongs to man. So God expects you to change your life, your world, and everything. The same way he changed you. You got the game because the information came to you. You believed it. Then 
you use the information to change everything so you so now we are supposed to be receiving information continuously that's why jesus christ said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god so information keeps coming to you and you're supposed to receive it and use it when god speaks you hear you believe and you say the same thing isn't that what confession is jesus say, said something he said i don't do anything except what i see my father do in other words i get information from him first then I go ahead to do it. That's what he did. He was always speaking what his father told him. When God told him that you are God, you are like me. He said, yes. Then he told everybody, I and my father are one. He didn't hold back. He spoke. So what I'm saying to you today is this. You have to take responsibility for your life. All you need to do is simple. You have to receive information from God. Information comes to you and you receive it. And it influences your life. That's why in Hebrews chapter 13, it says, He has said, so we may say. He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that we may boldly say, the Lord is with me, who of, who, of whom shall I be afraid? In other words, you speak based on what he said. Not necessarily quoting, always quoting, uh, you know, word for word. But whatever you do must be influenced by what he shows you. The information from him is supposed to help you walk through life. So if you are not in the habit of always listening for God, always reading the Bible, always reading his word, always listening to sermons, messages from God, are you going to get information you need to live? You are going to, if you don't hear from God, you are going to be doing things according to your, to man's way of thinking. And that's the works of the flesh and it's frustration. That's where you find all the evils in the world, men trying to do things by themselves. God says, look, I didn't designed you to live without me i designed you to live by what i say i keep talking 247 listen and do praise the lord so it's very important that we understand this the word of god is important for life the bible says jesus is our life now why is this so remember this jesus is the word you can say information so, how can a person be information that I need to hear and do? Okay. Jesus said to us in the book of John, he said, uh, I will send you the spirit of truth. You know, if you read chapter 15 and chapter 16, so I will send him to you. He will not speak of himself. He will speak of me. All that has, that is the father are mine that is why i said he will speak of me so what does that mean there's a lot about jesus and being born again is just the beginning the gospel you heard to be saved is just the beginning there's so much more to know there's so much more to know there's so much more to know so what you are supposed to do is to listen to the holy spirit who tells you about him about jesus and the more of him you hear, 
and believe and confess the more of him you act out on the earth. There's no greater person to emulate. There's no per a greater person to be like Jesus because Jesus is exactly like the Father. He's exactly like the Holy Ghost. There's no, there's no higher aim, no higher goal in life than to be like Christ. You have to be. So how do you get to be like him? By listening to the Spirit that speaks about him. Religion does not see Jesus. No, religion sees a prophet and sees all kinds of funny things. But the Holy Ghost will show you who he is. The Holy Ghost's relationship with you is not religious at all. It has nothing to do with religion. It's a relationship. Very important. So I hear God. I believe what I hear through the Holy Ghost. And I confess what I hear. And I change my life. I change my world. I change everything around me. So that's the point. My responsibility is to live the same way I got saved. So it taught me how to live by the very thing I did first as a new creation. The very first act of a new creation is to believe and confess. So the very first thing we did as new creations, as newborn babes in Christ, was to believe and confess. And it says that's the way I'm supposed to continue to live my life. So I'm supposed to hear him, believe him, and continue. That's what I'm supposed to do. As a new creation, as someone that is where I'm supposed to live my life. So I hear him, believe him, confess it, and I'm enabled to do, to be. So it's very important we understand this. Because it, it, it's sad for you to, for a man to become born again and go and live like a normal human. No. Remember, let me tell you something beautiful. Now, for many people, they don't see a difference between a, a person that's born again and someone that's not born again. Because, I mean, he has two legs, he has two arms. I mean, same thing, same physical thing, speak same language and all of that. The difference is that the new creation speaks in tongues, you know, the unbeliever doesn't speak in the tongues of the spirit, you know. But, you see, it's beyond that. Because if you read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it talks about what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not come into the hearts of a man. A carnal man. But those things are reserved for the new creation. For those who love God. So the form the, the what the information, the 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 things that have never come into the heart of a human before is reserved for those who are born again, it's reserved for us. I'm supposed to get from God through the Holy Ghost those things that were reserved for me. That is what my life is. The information I get from the Holy Ghost about Jesus. These are the things that men have never thought of. Think about all the great tech, uh, scientists, businessmen, all these unbelievers doing you know, amazing things. This Bible says there is something reserved for me that they don't have access to. They can't think it. I mean, it doesn't matter how, in, how uh, much of a genius they are. They can never know the things that are reserved for the new creation. It's not for the unbeliever. 
So your life, the life of the unbeliever is supposed to be lived according to the information the Holy Ghost leaves. He says, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Your life is in, it is in being led by the Spirit of God. That's what it is. That is what it is. So what is the Holy Ghost saying to us? What is he saying to you? What is he saying to me? That's what matters. My life is according to what is revealed to me, nothing else. You can't judge a new creation by any standard in this world. It, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm not, even the good things, you can't judge a new creation by the good things. Because it's not about good things at all. It's not about good things. It's not about morals. No. It's about whatever God says. It's about whatever the Holy Ghost reveals to you. Your life is according to what is reveals to you. Your life is not judged by anything else. Because the only thing you are supposed to be is Christ, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We are supposed to be conformed to his image. Listen, read Ephesians chapter 4. That is there. That's the goal. How are you going to be conformed to the image of Christ? By receiving the information of Christ, which is what the Holy Ghost came to do. He says, look, he will speak of me. He will not speak of himself. He will speak of me. The only job of the Holy Ghost is to reveal Christ to you. The more of Christ that is revealed to you, the more of Christ you be on earth. You are already him in the spirit, but you are supposed to be him, not just in your spirit, but in your soul and in your physical body. In everything you do, everything. So the information the Holy Ghost gives to you, and if you don't listen to the Holy Ghost, you are not living the, the authentic new creation life. No, you are not. There's nothing about the new creation that doesn't come from God, from the Holy Ghost. If, if he's not the one giving it to you, you are living a human life, an ordinary life. You are living the life of the fallen man. Because if you are not receiving information from him, you are receiving information from uh, fallen men, from your environment and everywhere else except him. So you are supposed to live every day, Holy Ghost, reveal Christ to me. And whatever he reveals to you, just accept it. The moment you see it, you, you will eat. Listen, the Bible tells us that as we behold in a glass, as we look, if we can ever see what he shows us, it's easy. We'll, we will find ourselves being that. Because the revelation of Christ is the revelation of the new creation. And we are the new creation. Because the Bible tells us in uh, 1 John, says what? It says, as he is, so are we. It does not yet appear what we will look like, what we shall be. But... When it comes, we shall be. So the question is this. Are you receiving him? Are you seeing what he shows you? If not, you are cheating yourself. You have access to the information. You are ordained to receive the information. It's your right. So revealing Christ to you is the easiest thing if you are born again. So how would you be born again and you are not receiving information when it's there for you? You don't even need to fast and pray. It's easy. That's his job. The question is, do you want to receive it? Or you are so distracted by earthly standards. You want to be like your parents. You want to be like your, your idol, your whatever. Those guys are not Christ. Why are you trying to be like them? When there's a unique you revealed to you by the Holy Ghost. So you need to repent and turn to Christ. Go to the Holy Ghost say, reveal Christ to me. Because the only thing you are supposed to be is Christ. To be like him on the earth. You already aim in the spirit realm because as he is so are we we are already like him but you need to bring that reality into this physical world 
That's what it is. So it is not something that you 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 know you joke with. It's not you don't listen to the, to him once in a while. No, that's your life. Listen, let me tell you something. The only way you are living is by hearing him, believing him, and confessing whatever he tells you. That's the only way to live. Your life is not living. Listen, there's a difference between existing and living. Two, two, two different things totally. So what is it going to be for you? Christ or everything else? Think about it today. It's very important. God bless you. I thought you should hear this. I love you. Uh, listen and listen until you are fully persuaded because this is true. I know who I am. I know who I am because he tells me who I am and I believe what he tells me and I confess it before men. I know who I am. I am everything he tells me I am. Men may understand it or not. It doesn't matter. Praise the Lord. I will not deny him before men. If he tells me something, I won't call him a liar. I live according to what he reveals to me. God bless you. Thank you very much for listening. Um, get in touch with us. Send us messages as usual. We'll love it. We'll love to get back to you. Uh, we address questions. We speak on them. If there's something you want me to talk about, let me know. Uh, thank you very much. God bless you. Amen.